Hey, I'm Spencer, and this week we're talking about the Outset SMP I help run, as well as a few of its new members. Later we get into Cowboy Bebop and the end of Arcane Season 1. We also talk a bit about our Community Minecraft server's upcoming mod pack change and the three choices we've narrowed it down to, as well as we chat about Y2K, Moonglow Bay, Assassin's Creed, and a few other video games. If you want to join in on the conversation and catch this podcast live, you can find it every Monday at 7pm Mountain Time on the Spontaneous Discord server. If you want to send in any of your own questions, you can do so live or send in an email to spontaneous at gmail.com. So, <laughs> tell, you know what? Tell you what. Chloe, you've got a perfect question, right? Well, uh, we haven't started talking about anything yet, so I'll say yes. I like cheese, but I don't like... I don't like chewing cheese. Once I chew cheese, it gets to, it's fi- I feel it gets gross and it tastes really bad. But it, I'll I'll I like it when you go and you get the marble cheese where it comes in that rectangular shape and then you cut it into really thin slices and then like really really thin and then I'll just pick up a piece and I'll just like put it in my mouth and then uh, I like it when it when my the the taste of it when it first touches my tongue I'm like yeah that's great and then I just and then I swallow it because if it stays on my tongue too much it's like my saliva starts to break it down and then it just tastes gross to me and I've never really understood why unless it's unless it's cheese and crackers if it's cheese and crackers hundred percent hundred percent I am all good with uh with that it doesn't matter how it's consumed it's great I don't I still haven't decided if I like cheese and crackers with, with salami, it's like, it's tough. There's like, you gotta have the right kinds. I think it's also because I've had some bad salami and, oh God, uh, I've, okay. Uh, some old spend lore from years and years ago, there was a, a girl I dated a long time ago and she had this, this big bag of pepperoni sticks that she kept in her fridge. And I think that stuff was really old because there was it always smelt kind of weird, but she would she still really liked it. and She would always eat it. I don't know. Maybe it was just like a, a special kind of salami, but she uh, she ate a piece of the salami once and then and then we kissed and it was just the most horrendous taste I've ever experienced in my entire life. And because of that, I uh, I'm salami. It's just it's like it's just the memory of it. It's like, it's like if um, it 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 was like stale pepperoni sticks, like a stale teriyaki pepper. No, is it pe- teriyaki pepperoni sticks? I don't know. It was bad, but <laughs> what's camembert? I've never heard of camembert before. Camembert, camembert cheese. Whoa, that's weird. It almost looks like cheesecake, but with icing or frosting all around it. Oh, weird. Are you just eating it on its own or are you eating it with something? Man, there are so many different kinds of cheese. It's ridiculous. I, uh, we grew up not, uh, my family grew up not being a big fan of Parmesan cheese. When we were really young, my parents would bring out Parmesan cheese and they would add it to their lasagna. And we thought it just smelled so bad that we just called it stinky cheese. And it wasn't until probably when I was in late high school, almost graduating, where we learned... It's not that I learned that it wasn't called stinky cheese, but it's just that I just referred to it as stinky cheese for so long. That's the only thing I knew it as. And then it was a realization later that it was called Parmesan cheese. It was just, yeah, it was weird. Asiago with grapes is so good. What's Asiago? Is that another kind of cheese? Oh, it is a kind of cheese. Oh, there's a delicious looking picture I'm seeing right now of Asiago macaroni and cheese. And that sounds, it looks amazing. Oh God, this is making me a little bit hungry now. Oh, for supper tonight... Actually, this kind of kind of goes in with it. Uh, for supper tonight, I was cooking. We had this leftover rice, and we had leftover ham. And I was going to do some mushroom fried rice with little tiny ham cubes cut into it. But the ham ended up being a little bit on the older side, so I was like, I don't know. So I didn't put that in. But I, uh, I've always been a big fan of listening to music while cooking. And 
it's like it's always been a ritual for me every month i create a new playlist to listen to music while i cook and it it, it always shifts I, I always keep a couple songs from the month before but and i never keep a song more than like uh like two or three months but i've always put together it's i called it my cooking my cooking playlist and i went onto spotify and i i ended up loading it into spotify to make a public i don't know how to make it public that's the only thing i've so i made my i called it my november cooking mix and i was gonna set it so that uh oh i can share it oh i can just share it okay so if uh if people if people wanted to get to know me a little bit better they'd have the opportunity to through music because they would it's the it's the playlist i only ever listen to it when i'm cooking and it's uh yeah every month i, I always go through them and i was like if i t take all the painstaking effort to go and put together a playlist every month of the music that i want to listen to while i cook i'm like i might as well share it so if i don't know how to share it properly so i'll just put it in here for now if anybody's interested they're more than welcome to to listen to my cooking playlist i even got fancy oh dude it pops up like that and i got it like a little picture for it and i call it yeah the november cooking mix <laughs> so uh wait what's this it's very good you get the little laughing cow ones oh is that the asiago asiago laughing cow Oh, have you guys done Baybell cheese? I've always, I don't know what it is, but Baybell cheese, I don't, you know what? I think Baybell cheese is just one of those things that's just beautiful marketing where Baybell cheese always just, the commercials were always amazing and the, the packaging just stood out for so long from uh from the normal cheese wrappers that we ended up just picking them up from time to time and now it's just this it's like this really exciting thing every time we get them i just i love my favorite ones were the skydiving baybell cheese commercials those ones are are in my opinion top notch you've seen the commercials and it always looks so good yeah oh oh it does uh oh have you guys have you guys been watching Cowboy Bebop, the live action movie or the live action show? Uh, I know we talked about it before and I, I think, yeah, I think last Monday we talked about it and I wasn't super sold on it. I, I was kind of liking it, but at the same time, I wasn't too sure, but I'm, uh, I'm sold on it now. I really like it. Um, the first episode I felt was its weakest because there were a lot of elements that felt kind of parallel with the anime and the anime does does it better the uh the situation the locations and the setups um from the episode it, the anime does it better and then once we got past the first episode the uh the the live action started taking its own liberties and telling its own stories and it's what's amazing is it's really captured the essence of the characters and it's now giving us our own view it's like it's like i get to experience cowboy bebop all over again but with different characters or sorry with the, but with the same characters and kind of different stories there have been a few like there's a couple really main key things in cowboy bebop that the anime hits and it does and it kind of it tells its own version of the events from the anime because there's a few things that are really important but it's uh i don't know the cowboy bebop is something that's very very special where i think it can get away with a lot of things that other live action shows won't be able to because 90 percent okay not quite 90 percent, but most of the episodes actually yeah we could probably say 90 percent. most of cowboy bebop the anime is filler there are only about four or five episodes that are you could actually consider canon episodes that you have to watch in order to understand the story that's unfolding. The rest of it is just a lot of just story and situations that the uh, characters get to get to go through and experience. And, you know, there's a lot of backstory that's expanded, but the actual story of the the opening and the closing of Cowboy Bebop is done in four or five episodes. And I think because of that, the live action show now has a lot of opportunity to take it, tell its own spin on things. There's a lot of recurring characters from the anime, which is really cool. And it's neat to see them in 
this new telling of this story. And even, I don't know, it's just, it's incredible seeing a live action show where they capture the essence of the characters, but then they put their own twist on it. But because it, it's still staying so true to the characters, it's it, it's enjoyable, even though it's different. If Although if they had done just a like a shot for shot remake uh, or like a or like a if they just remade all the episodes, but as live action, it definitely wouldn't be very good because the live action, I think, will will always just or the anime will always just do better. I think I don't know if it's partially because it's just it's it's what I it's what we originally saw, like for us that are rewatching it. But I don't know. It's uh, I'm really impressed with Cowboy Bebop. I am 100 percent all in for it now. I went from kind of being like cautiously optimistic to uh, hands down, absolutely loving it. I've always considered the best live action remake, at least from what I've seen, was the Bleach live action remake that was on Netflix, which was done in Japan, I believe. It wasn't an American live action remake. But this but this now takes the cake. This now I, I would consider the best live action remake I've seen. Uh, now I want to see a Crookology 101 Spencast stream teaching underlings how to cook. With the playlist as background music, that'd be really cool. We'd, we'd be the DMCA stuff would uh, would never work out. But I've, for, I at some day, we're gonna have our own cooking stuff. In I've had it in the works for the, a long time, uh, and I just don't have the setup to be able to do it properly. But I want to do it's like um, simple cooking for the lazy gamer. That's what I call it. And so it's taking recipes and presenting them in a way that's very simplified, but also done in like a kind of like a comedic way where it's using terminology from video games to help explain things that need to be done. Like, um, uh, like we depend, like depending on how, cause there's, when you're cooking certain things, the, depending on how fast you whisk stuff, it can affect how the food turns out. So we would have our, like our, like, uh, like beats per minute or like our, like our, 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 our whisks per minute, like with WPM. And we would start talk about like those ratings and, you know, like you're going to need like a high rating or, or a medium or low. I don't know. I think it just, there's a lot of stuff I've been working on for it. And someday, someday it'll be a thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, the even doing like the holiday thing would be kind of fun. I think I've James, I think I've talked to you about this a couple times now. I or at least I feel like it's come up in, in topics of conversation. But uh yeah, the uh I wasn't originally I had planned talking about like the cooking stuff later on, but looking forward to it. I do recall spitballing ideas a while back. Yeah. The uh oh man, the outset SMP. I've been having a lot of fun on it recently, although, oh God, I've died so many times now. And it's, so as a, as an inchling, I have only five hearts. So if I light on fire or if I touch lava, there's nothing I can do except wait to die. If I touch lava, even if I consume food, unless I'm very, very lucky with, uh, with like a quick little like dip and I'm out immediately, I'm done for. So I've died and lost my stuff so many times to that. It's it's not even funny. We uh, Cherry Red joined the SMP, I believe. She was technically yesterday was her first day, but today today was her first day on Womble Stream where she was in the as in the SMP. So that was fun. Uh, Chris was joined yesterday, I believe, as well. But I haven't seen her on. I think she was playing with King. And uh, yeah, we got my storage facilities done. Or the community storage facility so that was fun to build and now i'm i'm starting to work on my studio so i can do my own <laughs> my own outset smp talk show which i think is going to be a lot of fun and then bring on the the members of the server as as guests to talk to them so i know we talked a little bit about it last time but i'm moving forward on the the construction of that which i'm super pumped for although i don't know what it is but in the outset SMP, I've gotten really aggressive. I don't know where it's coming from or where it's starting. I don't know if it's just the idea of getting into this like tiny spend character just changes me. Because for so long, whenever the shrink ray would happen on stream, uh, I, the, the character of tiny spend would just come out. And I I would just like, I, I would just enjoy yelling at the people that used the shrink ray. So it's like there's this part of tiny spend 
that is just ingrained with this like aggressive nature and now i i'm i i'm, I'm tr- i got to catch myself on it it's uh i think i i just any chance i like i started breeding dogs so that i could just chase i could if anything came up i could just run out there and murder people because not only is it hard to hit me to begin with but now i can hide in and amongst an army of dogs and then just jump up and make axe attacks at people and and crit them and i just i don't know i don't know what it is i've just been enjoying going around and murdering people on the server and i've uh i've got to slow down on that (laughs) but it's been fun there's a lot of really awesome people on it and it's really cool seeing a lot of the buildings and structures that are starting to come out. <laughs> nah, murder is fine. <laughs> Tiny but mighty. It might also be. When we first started the server, people had fun trying to hit me. And I could just like keep darting around and dodging things. And I feel like this is one of the few times on a Minecraft server where I feel powerful. Because it's hard for people to hit me. And I crit so fast. Even with... Even with the stone axe, I can I jump and I get the crit, and by the time I hit the ground, I can just jump again and crit. And so it's just firing off those crits. I'm excited to see what happens with the netherite axe. I bet if I jump from a too high block, I could crit twice before I hit the ground. Like it's Yeah, oh man, it's 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 scary. And I'm I'm excited to find although I have to get to netherite at some point. I lost all my diamond gear. I had fully enchanted, well, not fully enchanted. I had mending pickaxe, mending armor with some minor enchantments on it. And then I fell in some lava in, uh, in the nether. And so I'd started mining into the wall and then try and then started mining down, trying to get like a little hole that I could catch all my stuff in. And then I just mined down into more lava and <laughs> lost it all. So then I started going around in uh, gathering more diamond or trying to find more diamonds and iron underground and then I lost it all again in more lava and then I <laughs> and then I rage quit. Oh man. I mean if you're developing a character then it would make sense that a tiny guy who's probably been made fun of trying to prove that he's powerful and can stand up for himself. Well, there's that and then he uh some ba- some background lore for the character. I was spit like live on stream spitballing ideas with people and it just kind of came out where i was just like it'd be fun if if the inchlings were like if uh if where tiny tiny spend came from for his inchlings it was like a warrior race and uh so he just grew up only knowing battle and war because I just I like the idea of just uh, of just like a, a colony of these tiny of these tiny little eight inch tall people that are just just like hell bent or not hell bent, but they just yeah, hitting people is their love language. Yeah. So I've got some ideas rolling with that and I'm excited to play out some stuff. I've got a couple lore streams planned, which will be fun. Uh, I can imagine someone screaming <laughs> with the high pitched voice. So I've been the only thing is I've been hold I've been trying to hold off on lore uh, with everybody else because there's a few people that have voiced they're not interested in lore as in like with their own characters which is fine and there's other people that were just wanting to ease into it because they just came out of some other like lore heavy things so I'm I'm trying to to introduce it slowly but I know Sam's been talking about lore in the server. So it's excited. I'm excited that he's talking about it. And the way he wants to do it, because he doesn't stream. He just does he does YouTube content. He um he started talking about how he has these ideas for lore and how he wants it to come out slowly and then have it so that like us and our audiences have the ability to learn little bits and then speculate on the rest, which is really exciting. So he's probably going to be the first person I talk to about doing uh, a lore stream that I have. And I'm, I'm pumped for that. Have you guys seen the ending of arcane yet? Oh, Oh, (laughs) probably one of the best animated shows I've seen in a very, very long time. It's got incredible story. I know we talked about it before. Incredible storytelling incredible characters just incredible animations the worlds are beautiful the way they set up the scenes it just it kept getting better and better and better the farther it went i still think a lot of it is due to i guess they started working on it in 2016 or something like that that's what i'd heard 
and wow yeah what you got spoilers on arcane you were not spared by tiktok and your curiosity took over you had to watch the video wait what video is this are you talking about some of the arcane stuff man it's oh it's i'm i think that arcane is the stepping grounds for a lot of other game companies to to come in and and make their own animes or animated shows because there's a, the foundations are there right they spend a lot of, like look at the last of us there are so many cutscenes that if you just took there's and even other video games where you just took out all of the gameplay and you just put cutscene after cutscene you're kind of watching a movie as you go through and there's some of them are just incredible stories and i'm really excited there's going to be a bunch of games that are going to try and do this and they're just not going to do very good ones and i'm hoping we're going to see a lot of uh, a lot of growth and development in that in that means as well cuz there's a lot of these video game universes that are just waiting for the exploration of this i know the other the first one that i can think of that came before this was mass effect I think Mass Effect, I don't, I never watched it, but I heard okay things about it, but Mass Effect did its own animated series and it didn't include the Shepard. It was like its own standalone kind of story. And it was supposed to be kind of okay, but it, the animation I heard was okay. Like it, it wasn't a top notch kind of thing, but I, I'm excited for this. The last couple of versions of Unreal Engine have been mostly dedicated to cinema. So it's not far off. Oh, oh man. It's... It's incredible because there's I hope that we see even some video games start coming out with a way where you can just watch the game, if that makes sense, where there's a lot of the gameplay where the where the almost like the game. I mean, there were some game. What was it? Final Fantasy 12 or 13. It was one of the it was it was lightning. It was the one where you played as Lightning's younger sister. There was an option in that game where you could just let the game play itself. And I thought that was really cool because then there's some people that just want to experience it and they just want to have the game going and they just want to they just want to be able to see things happen and, and just not play and and it gives them that experience to be able to do it. But you're interested in episodic VR television, being able to watch scenes unfold in different locations or perspectives. Oh, I'm torn about that. There's there's a lot of really cool potential with it. But I think with that, there also comes to be some problems where it's kind of like if you give people the opportunity. OK, a great example is video games that give you choices uh, where you can choose kind of the outcome of how video games go. There are some choices. There are good endings and there's bad endings in these. And then there's other endings that are just terrible. And it makes the the experience of the game not fun. And if you give people the, the option and opportunity to experience that kind of stuff firsthand, they might make decisions and choose ways to experience it where they don't get they don't get the, the true potential of what's there. And I don't know. That's why I'm, I'm, I have mixed feelings on it. We actually played a game on stream a while ago. I don't remember what one it was. It was a story based one. Let me see if I can find it in my Steam library. Because it was it was another one of those story based ones, but it had RPG elements in into it as well, which was kind of neat. So you would build this character that had different stats and abilities and we were able to go through and choose different options based on that. And we ended up getting the worst possible. And there was a couple people that were telling me in chat when we beat the game, they're like, yeah, you just got the worst ending of the game. And I just, it was, it was, the ending was so abysmal that I had no interest in, in going back through and playing it again. It just, the whole, like, there was so much buildup and so much excitement with these different elements that were at play in the story. And because of because of the the choices that I made and the couple skills that I went with, they resulted in some bad um, results for the the skill checks or whatever they were. And so then our end, it was just the whole experience of the game was just ruined for me. And it was really disappointing because there was a lot of potential when we were going into it. I mean, it wasn't a it, I wouldn't have considered it a top tier game to begin with. It was probably like a mid tier level game. 
in terms of just the, the the presentation of it. But I also think that's partially to do because it wasn't English originally and it was translated and voice acted in it after. So I don't know. It's it's complicated. I'm, st- I'm, I'm trying to find it here. But I don't know. It's uh it's a game I streamed a while ago. If the game if, if the name of it comes back to me, I'll let you guys know. But I wonder if I can just search by like choices or something like that. We'll create a dynamic collection and see. If you guys haven't played around dynamic st- uh collections in your Steam library or collections, yeah, you guys got to you guys got to go and check that out. Oh, here it is. Choices matter. Um, the game that I played was, wow, we played this a long time ago then. It wasn't back in 2019, was it? Was I even streaming back then? It doesn't show up in Choices Matter, so I don't know. But it was really cool. So, I'll see if I can find it. If I can find it, I'll post it, but I won't look too, too hard for it. Uh, one of the choice. Oh wait, is this it? No, that's not it. One of the games I'm really excited to try is there's this game called Road 96, and it's another one of these choices matter kind of ones. Uh, was it Y2K or Amori? No, it wasn't those. Um, oh man, Y2K is a whole another story here. We'll talk about that in a in a minute. That one I'm I I'm excited to talk about that game. Uh, but yeah, there's Road 96. It's this it's this game where you hitchhike. Uh, and it's this procedurally generated road trip. So every time you play the game, it's going to be different. But you're trying to hitchhike all the way to the to some location or something like that. And there's a lot of different characters and experiences that you get with it. It's It's got tons of great reviews. Generally, narrative procedurally generated games, they don't get... Like, usually it's mixed reviews I see on Steam. But this one, it looks, it looks like it's going to be a banger. But... I had no idea that Y2K had was had such a controversial uh, look from a lot of players. Y2K was a game, if you guys don't know, I think Y2K was one of the last games I, I did a full playthrough of on YouTube before I switched to more of streaming and, uh, and kind of fell off of content creation for a little while. And it was, a, it was an incredible experience. The storytelling was really cool. Some of the characters were a little annoying at first. But I loved a lot of the different elements that they tried to do with it. And after I beat the game, I understood why people might think it's a little weird. But I didn't expect it to have so much hatred. But they've done a bunch of updates on it. And so they've got, it's like Y2K. They've got it like their version 2.5, they call it now. And I think when we played it was version 1 is what they would have had it as. And so there's a bunch of new story elements, new locations. I think there's some new characters in it too. And I really want to go back and play through Y2K. It's not a super long game. I think it's like 20 to 30 hours. But it would be... Oh, God. Because it's... it. I love the RPG elements where every character has their own unique abilities and attacks. And when you go to use these abilities, they each have their own unique weapon that makes the attacks different. Or how you perform the attacks. It's like every attack you go to make is a mini game, which is really cool. And so our main character, Alex, he has these music discs that I believe he throws. I don't remember, but there's to to get his stuff good is you see the music disc spinning and you have to hit your button and time it with these little marks on the music disc, almost like you're playing like a like a music disc rock band kind of thing. And it's it's really cool. There's other all the other characters have a ton of other abilities and they're I don't need off the top of my it's been a while since we've played it. So I don't remember what they were off the top of my head. But it's uh, it's really cool. A lot of it's it's mostly music based too, with all the attacks. If you guys haven't seen Y2K, I, I recommend checking it out. It's it's one of my personal favorites. Um, man, but yeah, I, I I love how we started from the series Arcane and we made it over to Y2K. But oh, my sister came out to visit yesterday. I was playing Moonglow. Um. I was trying to get through some different stuff to see if it was something I wanted to continue playing. And then my sister showed up randomly with her husband and uh, they were like, oh, hey, you know, how's it going? So we were hanging out upstairs talking for a few minutes and my mom wanted to for for not Halloween for Christmas. We're ordering cheesecakes and the cheesecakes are coming in like the middle of December from this place that uh, makes gluten free bakery. Or it's a gluten free bakery that my mom can have stuff from because she's celiac. And 
my mom was going through and listing all these different types of cheesecakes and she's like oh man yeah what do you want there's all these different ones and there was like a uh chocolate orange cheesecake there was raspberry cheesecakes and all sorts of other fancy names for it and so we're going through picking out the ones that we like so we each get the the type of cheesecake that we like and we're like yeah okay this is what we want and then my mom says well no we you know every cheese we have to pick one type of cheesecake because that's going to be the type of cheesecake that all of them are going to be it's like oh well <laughs> great <laughs> you would you could have told us that before so we had to go back through and refigure it out and uh, then I went downstairs and they all continued talking about other things while I played uh, Moonglow Bay in the basement until my sister yelled down, hey, I'm leaving. And so then I went up and I said goodbye. And uh, yeah, that was my that was my experience with saying hi to her. It was good to see her, though. The last time we saw her was a week or two ago. We went and visited her place. You're making cheesecakes for Christmas. Oh, nonsensical. Ooh, you're a fancy baker. The only... I've never made a cheesecake before, but I, I made, I got to see if I still have the picture. I'm going to quickly scroll through my phone and see if I can find it. I made an absolutely incredible Oreo cake. It was fantastic. One of my favorite. Oh my God. There's a, there's a feature on my phone where I can click on a photo and it can detect that it's a picture of Buddy. Well, not buddy, but it detects it's a picture of a dog and then I can swipe on it and it'll just show me all the other photos in my library that it detects that there's a dog in the photo. So that's kind of cool. I mean, to be fair, 90% of the photos in my phone are of my dog, but you know, that's a, I wonder if, can I search by cake? If I search by cake, is my phone smart enough to be able to figure out where a cake is? Oh my God, it can read. It can, it can read the text in my pictures. You, you want to give a picture? Oh, of the cake? Take pictures. Take pictures of everything that you bake and share them with us because we all want to see it. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it. I might have to scroll back really far. Because there was a period of time I started taking a lot of pictures of the 3D printed stuff. And I've got probably 12 pictures of everything that we printed. And yeah, I don't know. I almost bought. What's it called? I almost bought. Oh, farming, uh, the new farming simulator. And oh my God. Okay. Okay. Um, I have to quickly share this photo there. How do I share this? So a friend of mine is doing this thing where she is. Um, Taking here, can I just favorite it? Okay, let's do that. Where she put out a tweet and she said the most liked photo is going to get, or she's gonna, or the most liked photo that's shared, she's gonna get that tattooed. So I'm, I think she's gonna get the one that Rin posted, where it's like a picture, it's like a picture with text, where it's like, can someone give me some stone? But I want to see if I can put. There's this picture of a butt, and I want to see if we can get that on there. So give me a sec. I gotta send this. This is very important. I will send you guys a link to the tweet so that hopefully you can like it as well. And then from there, we can uh, we can have her get... Oh, here it is. I'll get, I'll get the, the most like response to this tweet tattooed. And so then I need to send a photo. How do I, how do I load in a photo? There we go. I'm not very good at Twitter. I'm just going to throw that out there. Oh, no, I don't know if I can find the butt photo. This is very important, everybody. You saw it? You like Rin's? You like mine, too? Nice. I, uh, it's... If you guys have seen... Any of our photos from... Oh, what's it called? Oh, here it is. Here's the butt photo. Of the of such art it's the same kind of butt kind of thing and uh i would <laughs> i hope all right let me let me share this we'll copy the link and i'll post it in chat here there we go hopefully it works yeah there we go <laughs> that's the picture that's what i'd like to see her get tattooed i think that'd be amazing 
So I walked away for a minute and I come back to butt pics. Ah, uh, yeah, that's how we like it here. Pictures of stick butts. So the, oh man, if, uh, if you guys are wanting to get in on it, this Wednesday, we're doing our final Pixelmon event, or at least the, the final mini game event, which I'm, uh, I'm really excited for. We're going to be doing, uh, we had the suggestion of the triumvirate challenge. We didn't have any other suggestions, so we're going to do that one. If you guys don't know the triumvirate challenge is, it's where we do a Pokemon battle against the other person. And you start with no Pokemon, and every battle that you go to begin with, you choose the three Pokemon that your opponent's going to add into their, part, into their party, and they'll choose the three Pokemon that they add into yours. So your goal is to pick the worst possible Pokemon that the other person can have, or Pokemon that are weak to the Pokemon that you have in your team. And then it, it just keep you just every time you battle somebody else, they add three more Pokemon until until you have a party of six, and then you get to trade out three of the Pokemon that you had before for th or yeah you get to trade out three for the three for the three new ones, and I think it's a lot of fun. And then on the weekend, I don't remember if I decided if it's going to be Saturday or Sunday yet, but we're gonna do our final battle and we're gonna choose our Pokemon champion. So hopefully hopefully that'll be pretty fun, which I'm excited for. And then after that, we're either... I'm going to throw the poll out. Actually, I could just do the poll now. We could just do in the dastardly polls. Uh, we'll go at everyone. This is... Uh, are these... Are the possible... Are these are the two? Yeah, we'll go. These are the mod packs. We are choosing from for the next two months of our minecraft server please vote on the one you like uh it doesn't mean that will be the one chosen uh i am just curing i just want to see where everyone's interest is at at the end of the day i still get to pick which one it is but if enough people vote on a specific one, we might go for it. So we got the Tensura mod. I should do a link to the mod pack so people can see what they are. There we go. Tensura mod, we've got the Dire Goo. And then we've got Sky Factory 4. So let me grab a link to each of these. Because I think that's kind of important and helps out with these. So the Tensura mod, I should also add, here, we'll do this. We'll go Tensura mod. We got to add some reactions for people for these. So let's go, uh, can we do a, a picture of a slime? There we go. We'll do a slime for the Tensura mod. And then we'll grab the Dire Goo mod. I'm, I'm really excited for the, like, I haven't, I'm not going to tell you guys which one. Yeah, I'm leaning more towards right now, but I think the Dire Goo mod is really cool because it's this whole community kind of aspect where we're battling again or we're trying to stop the world from being overtaken by this goo that's constantly just spreading everywhere, which seems really neat. Is there a goo emote? Is that a thing? Goo. We could do a goose. That's close to goo. All right, we're going to do... We'll do a goose and then sky factory four. Uh, do I need to link to that one? We'll link to it anyways. Sky sky factory four is definitely one we're going to do at some point. I don't think we're going to do. I, I think I'll tell you guys I'm leaning more towards the other two. I don't know if this is going to be the mod pack that we go with for the next two months, but let's go sky. Tumbler glass whiskey. Sure, we'll do a glass of whiskey for, for that one. So we'll send that, and then we just got to react with goo. React with goose, and react with whiskey. You guys can vote for more than once, too. It's entirely up to you guys. But that's... Yeah, so there we go. That We're going to decide on this, I believe... When is it? Did I tell you guys for sure when it was? I think we were going to launch it December 4th. 
I think that's the plan. Or or was it the second? It might have been the second, because then it's Thursday, and we can just do a full Thursday stream for it. So I'm uh I'm excited for I'm excited for doing it. Whether we go with the Diargu or the Tensor mod, there's a lot of really exciting features to to go with them. And it's gonna be it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a lot better in terms of a community server than the Pixelmon one was. Cause this'll give us it doesn't with doing either to the Tensura mod or the Diargu, it doesn't matter if you play a lot or if you play a little bit. Same thing with the Sky Factory 4. Everybody can kind of work together. And it's not about just like leveling up your own Pokemon. And uh, it'll be, I think it'll be a lot more fun as a community server. So I'm, I'm pumped for that. Worst case scenario, it sucks. And we hate it. And we move on and we do another one. But, oh, did you guys see Horizon Forbidden West has this new feature that's supposed to be that they're calling the attitude system. Let me uh, let me pull this up. There was a, some really cool stuff they talked about with it, and I, I think it's really fun. It's supposed to be these new elements in the game that are going to make NPCs kind of feel more alive as if they have as in as if each NPC has their own unique personalities, which seems really, really cool. There were a few things they were talking about with it. Uh, I got it right here. So, uh, Gorilla's lead living world designer, Espen Son, explains that they are making the world more immersive by implementing a crowd system that causes non-playable characters to act in ways that make sense in the game. This system dictates everything from the paths the NPCs walk to the way they carry items. So, every non-combat NPC in Horizon Forbidden West is part of a crowd system. Within that system, you can create rules such as reactions, walking paths, and other animations. We then also have the attitude system, which determines a personality. This means we can create unique people who behave like individuals within the world. So, rather than having a simple set of cookie-cutter NPCs that are only distinguishable by their appearances, each will have a unique personality defined by the attitude system and cultural influences. For example, some tribes are more social, so you may see them performing gestures like high fives. Other groups may be more subdued, saving overt social gestures for times they feel safe, such as when they are in their village. Um, Stone says that these behaviors make the environments more playable and serve as subconscious visual cues to let players know where they are in the world. All this happens within the game's narrative framework. You should be able to identify from a distance which tribe you're looking at. For example, the way that different tribes hold or transport water, the stronger Tanoth, will carry it on their shoulders, the peaceful Utaru will hug it closely, and the crafty uh, Osram will carry it with their hands. There's so many cool things with that. And I, it, it's really exciting. And I, I really hope... I really hope that it's going to be fun and, and put it in a really cool way. Because when... Oh, what was it called? The It was the one with the hack where you hacked into everything with your phone. It was on PlayStation and Xbox and PC. It was an Ubisoft game, wasn't it? It got a lot of flack because it, it ended up not being as good as they were saying it, as, as they were presenting it to be. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Oh, the crew. No, it wasn't the crew. It was. Shoot. Um, I was just playing it not too long ago. Let me open up Uplay. I think I've got it on there. You remember? Yeah, you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm trying to remember the name. I think it was on Uplay. Maybe it was Ubisoft, not EA. It, yeah, it was Ubisoft made it. And it had a bunch of features in it where all of these characters, every character you would interact with would have two or three different personality traits or traits about them where it gave them unique abilities or, or powers or something like that. And you would go through and you'd, you'd collect them and acquire them. And like... Or it's like try and convince them to be a part of your crew. In the first one, it wasn't anything like that. Oh, I have to. I don't know my password and sign in. I don't remember what it's called. Let's go, Ubisoft game with hacking. Watchdogs. There we go. Because when Watchdogs launched, you were supposed to be. They always talked about these really intricate things that they were doing with NPCs, where you would be able to see them going about their daily life. And if you, you could hack in and find out information about certain characters so that you could almost stalk them and follow them. So you would know where their workplace was, where their home was, who their relationships were with other people. And at first it was seemed really cool and that there were a lot of intricate things working in and amongst each other with it. 
but by the time you got a couple hours, well, probably like halfway through the game, it started to not feel really special anymore. And you kind of ran out of these features about the characters so that it just felt like, okay, I'm just getting another mix of these certain unique traits. But I think it's because the game put such a strong focus on them and that you had to pay such close attention to them that you would start to see the recurring pattern of them. So because they want, because our focus was on it, it didn't have the ability to kind of like blend in and feel more natural. So I'm hoping Assassin's Creed, this new system they're trying to put in place is going to be kind of more of a background kind of thing where it's just in there where we don't have to pay attention to it nor interact with it if we don't want to. But it, it's there to kind of just even subconsciously make everything feel more alive, alive with just personality traits. But if we start using the traits of these characters to be things we have to pay attention to, to know who we're supposed to be assassinating, I think the idea of that is really cool. But then we're going to start to see the patterns of these. We're going to start to pick out more and more of these traits and we're going to be able, it's not going to feel as unique and special anymore. It's just going to, it's going to become... Like once we're noticing it and we know how it works, it just becomes a mechanic that we notice and we just remember all the different um, ways that it's implemented. I don't know. It's it's complicated because it, it'd be really cool if, if we were supposed to go and assassinate a target and it gives us this room where it's like, OK, we know that this is the person we're supposed to assassinate is a part of this tribe and we know that this tribe does this or like these there's these three different tribes that are going to be there and these three different tribes do this one action differently than the others and so then we can use that as a way to be able to start narrowing it down to who our target is going to be that would be so cool but after five or six of those assassination things i'm sure we'd start to to uh get used to fighting the different patterns and then it won't it won't feel as natural as and a part of it anymore and because that's that's what happened with watchdogs legion you know the fifth the fifth time i was trying to uh bring someone onto my side in watchdogs by going to their workplace and then waiting for them to leave so i could talk to them to get a quest to go and uh talk to their sister to get their sister on my side it, it was just kind of like all right you know and it's it's just a mechanic now it doesn't feel as special whereas when it was first in the game it was just like oh man this is so cool i feel like i'm interacting with all these these people but there's a limit to the amount of these quests that they can put into it uh, unless they have something where it auto generates them i don't know it's it's complicated i uh i would not want to be in their shoes trying to figure out ways to implement all these things i'm uh I'm just, I'm curious, so. In other news, the Aquatics is out for Stellaris. Oh, dude, yes. The, uh, I haven't looked into it too much. I've been worried because Stellaris is one of my favorite games. I love it so much. The, I, I sink hours. What's important to me in a video game is, uh, or, or I should say my favorite video games that I play are ones where it's an open world's that allows you or allows me to get lost in it where I can pretend to be something else, whether it's an organization or another person. And I can try and like kind of basically are like role play where I put myself in the mindset of another character and I try to make decisions that I think that character would make from their experiences that I pretend that are real. And so then it it gets me in a situations where I'll never play the same game the same way because I'm trying to think about how that person will go through and, and make those decisions. So in Stellaris, where you've got all these different governments and policies and uh, that, that intertwine with a lot of the, the expansions and growth, it, it lets me, I get to think from the mind of the person in charge and what their beliefs are and kind of the decisions they would make. And now, now they've got the aquatics thing, which is, oh, but, oh God, there's, I'm I'm worried that I'll start playing it and I'll go down a deep dark rabbit hole again. So I've been I've been waiting to get into the Aquatics update. I I don't know if you've tried it yet, but oh, there's there's a lot of cool features that that, that are in that one. Uh, I liked how in the first few Assassin's Creeds you have a whole setup process of listing in on the convos and intercepting letters before assassinations. I really like that too, Overdrive. But a lot of people complained about it because they found it to be really repetitive, which is fair. The first a couple of Assassin's Creed games were very repetitive, but that was almost kind of 
what I liked about it. The first Assassin's Creed I really enjoyed. A lot more than a, than a lot of people, because a lot of people, at least that I talked to, always complained about the repetitiveness of it. But then I, I think the last time that stuff was really in there was with Ezio. Right? Although, and I think that was Assassin's Creed, was it? Was that like Revelations and stuff like that? And I think those are heralded as the best Assassin's Creed games. I don't remember. I mean, they had to have been. There were three of them. And they all came out with uh, involving the same character. So, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm curious to see how they're going to implement the new feature, the new thing for Assassin's Creed. But I'm also concerned and worried that it, if it becomes a an important mechanic that we have to use to find things for it, it'll be uh, it'll be difficult. You think Black Flag is your favorite? Black Flag was my favorite the first time playing through, but I found Black Flag the hardest to replay, just because the world was so expansive. And most of the time was traveling by boats. And the boat battles were really cool at first. But once I had to go and... Because I never beat the game. I had it on the Xbox 360. And then... I don't remember what happened. Something happened. Maybe it was the new console coming out. But I stopped playing it. And then I went and I started playing it on the computer. And I just... I couldn't get back into it. Because I was just... There was so much that I needed to do. But I just didn't have anything unlocked. And it was really difficult for me to play through it. Uh, you still love playing it. Played through it a couple times weeks ago. Oh, really? Oh, you played through it again a couple weeks ago. Ah, uh, okay. One of these days. One of these days. I think... I think that Black Flag was the first one that I didn't finish playing, and I haven't really gotten into any of them after that. I really want to. For a while, Black Flag was going to be one of the next ones that was like a, that was a stream game before I got hooked on Minecraft. And then Minecraft consumed my life. Although I feel like I feel like I still love Minecraft and I'm doing a lot with it, but I feel like I've been I've been wanting to take a little bit of a break from it as in just do some other content as well. And uh, there was a period of time where I was doing so much random stuff on stream that it uh, it was all over the place. But I want I, I brought it down where I, I've decided I want to continue playing Moonglow Bay. And I wanna I wanna get through that game more. So I'm probably we're probably gonna play Moonglow Bay tomorrow. And that because I think then we'll be far enough that we'll be kind of close to wrapping it up, and then I'll be I'll be happy enough with it. And then the rest of it I'll just probably play on my own off stream. And then we'll uh then I've got some uh some build stuff I want to do later on this week, or at least get started with it in in the outside SP. So that's the that's the plan for that. But yeah, Moonglow Bay's taken me a little bit by surprise where I really thought it was going to be more of a Harvest Moon, or not Harvest Moon, more like a Stardew Valley meets fishing kind of experience. But it's been very far from that. <sighs> the I talked about this a little bit on stream, but where Moonglow Bay falls apart is how it presents its instructions and how it tells you about these things you're going to be able to do, but then doesn't let you do them and doesn't inform you that you have to continue more of the main quests before they unlock, as well as how the town doesn't feel alive. Stardew Valley doesn't, like, we know the characters aren't alive, but they have personalities to them with the dialogue that they say, and everyone you talk to has different things that they'll say about other characters, and eventually if you talk to them enough, you'll get a bunch of repeating text from them. But in Moonglow Bay... There's most of the residents in the town. They just, it doesn't matter what time of night it is or what time of day or night. They always just sit out there and they stand there. And most of them you talk to and they're like, Hey, I heard some, here's some rumors about a fish. And then you talk to them the next day and they're like, here's some other rumors. Then you talk to them the third day. They get, they're like, yeah, there's some other rumors. And then if you talk to them again, they're like, Oh, I've, I've already given you all the information I know about fish. And so then they just become a bunch of useless NPCs. Whereas if I was to go and play Stardew Valley and talk to them, they'd, the sure I'd get repeat dialogue, but the characters would still be going about their day. You know, they, they would go and spend some time here during the day and go to work during these hours. And then in the evening, they'd be over there and then they'd go to sleep later. And you could like, I don't know, there was cool different interaction things with them. So th it always felt like there was something going on. But that's I don't know. That's those are my two biggest gripes with Moonglow Bay. Once you get farther into the game like we've gotten in, it's become a lot of fun. The exploration, the catching of the fish unlocking stuff so that we can cook more fish at once that's been really cool 
the uh, the money grind kind of exploded on us pretty quickly where it was just like, oh, you need $100 to upgrade this thing and then $100 to upgrade it again. Oh, okay, now I need $1,000 to upgrade this. Cool, thanks. Now give me $5,000. This whole time, I'm still wandering around looking for things where they're like, oh yeah, by the way, we also need you to go and help uh, improve the rest of the town. Look for these signs that you can talk to or interact with and they'll let you know what you can upgrade. But then I spend all this time walking around town and not a single one of those signs show up only for me to find out later that I've got to progress with one of the, some of the story quests. And even now I've just finished one. So they said, yeah, look around town for stuff to upgrade to help improve the town and nothing shows up. And then I finally, after a couple story quests, get another quest where it's like, oh yeah, now we want you to go and uh, spend money on the beach to clean that up. We also want to, in to repair the gazebo. We've also got this third thing that you don't remember what it is right now. And so then I go to these three things after that quest and there's no signs there. So I think I've still got to finish another story quest before those signs show up. But it's it's confusing because it's, it, they've already said, hey, you're going to be able to do this, but then I can't do it. And they don't tell me when I'm going to be able to. They just keep telling me that I can. And I don't know what's going on with that. So, yeah, I hope they I hope they do some work with that. They There's been a few updates that have come out with the game and a few things they've changed. And I, I hope I hope they rearrange some of the quests or at least provide some di or change some of the dialogue because there's no voices for it. So even if it was just like, hey, you know, I'm going to go and put some stuff together so that soon we'll be able to do this. But maybe you should go talk to so and so first. Uh, they might have some things to do while I'm preparing this. You know, some dialogue like that would go a long way. And I would really like that. So, yeah. That's pretty much all I had planned. Uh, do you guys, is there anything you guys want to talk about? What's going on in your guys' lives? That's pretty much my life. You know, I walked the dog. I played a bunch of video games. I've, uh, yeah, we talked about cheese. Uh, oh, I do have a 3D print of a Christmas tree that uh, we're going to be doing for stream and uh, well not for, not we're not doing it for stream I'm going to have it we're, I'm going to print it out uh, well I got to print out the last couple parts finish painting it and then I've got a bunch of little presents that I painted as well so then uh, everyone I'll get every, all of you guys you guys can send me your favorite color and then we can do we can paint the crisp like the little presents and we, I'm going to get these little tiny paper little slips that we'll attach onto them as like name tags and then everyone can have it's like they're we'll have our own like community christmas tree and everybody can have a present underneath it i think that'd be kind of fun to do for christmas so i've been trying to find a way to to incorporate 3d printing back into it and i uh, into stuff with the stream and i think that'd be really fun so that's the that's the plan with that uh we oh we still haven't been paid from the sponsored stream that we did so I haven't been able to go and get the stuff for Buddy yet. Uh, so I can double check. As of yesterday, I still hadn't been paid. But the I believe when we did the stream, it was on it was the first week of November, and they said it could take up to a month for the payment to be transferred. So we're still within. I think December fourth is the is the latest technically <coughs> that we should get the payment, but I don't know. I don't know exactly when uh <clears throat> when all uh when all that's gonna come through. So we've uh we've got that to wait for. <laughs> Where is their headquarters? I don't know, it's somewhere in the States. You're surprised Star Citizen didn't come up? I haven't picked up Star Citizen in a little while. I um I'm I don't know. I'm taking a small little break from it. I'll probably start playing it again shortly. I, uh, I, it's still the same story as before. They implemented the new inventory system stuff, which was really cool. And then I snuck down into this little crashed ship to go and retrieve some goods that needed to be picked up. And when I was there, these guys were inside and attacking me. So I killed one of them and killed another one. And then I was interacting with one of the bodies, like looting the armor off of it and some of the weapons when another guy that I didn't know was there came out and killed me. And so then I lost all of my gear and uh, weapons and stuff, and which is fine. I, I I just I just I didn't have the patience to go through and recover all that stuff, which uh, which I'll go back through and I'll get that stuff again. And then at that point I'll play more of it. But I don't know. 
Overdrive with Farming Simulator coming out. Ooh, that's honest to God. Farming Simulator is not a game I want to stream because I just like to sit there and just listen to music and just farm because I think it's fun. And I don't really interact or anything like that. But I know that um, it's going to be hard to convince myself to just not stream Farming Simulator. So I have an excuse to play it more. So I don't know. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. I, I as of this point, I have no intentions to stream it unless there's like some weird event or something like that that I put together for it, where it's like a like a short term thing where I bring on a bunch. Like if we do something like we did with the um, <clears throat> what's it called? Like when we did Viscera cleanup detail and we did the, the hockey game, I've got some ideas for stuff I want to do with farming simulator where we we make games out of things in farming simulator that shouldn't actually be games and uh or that aren't actually the ways that uh oh sorry just saying we is just a habit <laughs> um that uh but yeah i want to do some stuff like that which i think would be kind of fun so i thought i think that'd be pretty good but yeah we're waiting for the money for that to come in then we're gonna buy the treats for buddy and then we're gonna do a steak dinner for him but this is it's kind of neat we'll be able to do a christmas steak dinner for him We'll be able to do some like little uh, Christmas cookies or something for him too. Uh, you'd like to play Raft again? Oh, Raft was a lot of fun. We did a lot of good stuff with that. Um, wait, send pictures. Oh, you're talking about the Christmas tree? Yeah, I can hundred percent do that. I know. I think at some point. Oh no, I deleted the I deleted the vod. No, never mind. I it, I there was a while ago where we looked at one of. Uh, one of the, the three models for it, but I can't find the cheesecake, but here's a chocolate cake I've made for my friend's birthday. Oh, nonsensical. That looks amazing. Raft is on your thing, a list of things to buy. Oh, Raft looks really good. Or, or Raft is just a lot of fun. I ended up playing some single player of it for a little bit, and then I decided to stop because it's a lot more fun with friends, and I wanted to, to have that experience with it. But, uh, yeah. I think that's it. That's all I got. That's my life. By the sounds of it, your guys' life is hopefully going well, too. If it's not, hopefully it gets better. If it doesn't get better, well, you know, sometimes <laughs> that's just, it's just how life goes. Why must the stage end? Uh, well, I mean, it doesn't have to, but it's going to. <laughs> I've got some more anime. I gotta watch some more anime shows before tomorrow. I've got, I think, six episodes I want to squeeze in tonight of different shows so that I'm all caught up. Because I had to watch. I didn't realize it, but I was a, I was five or six episodes behind on Irina, the space co or cosmonaut one. Sven, what is your opinion on fruit? Fruit's pretty good. I like it. So I gotta I gotta watch a bunch of those once I'm, and then then I'll be caught up on shows. I or at least for the most part, I spent a lot of time because I didn't watch Arcane last week because I wanted I was re I recorded a podcast with uh, my buddy Zio so that we could upload the Son of a Geek podcast, which I need to download his audio for tomorrow so I can get that uploaded. Um, so I wanted to get have like a fresh. I didn't want to be too far ahead of him on it because he'd only watched the first two episodes. And then I binged basically all six episodes of that last week. And then I was watching Cowboy Bebop, which the episodes are longer than normal episodes, which is awesome for watching, but not great when I'm trying to not watch too much other stuff so I can catch up on it. But uh, you never finished the anime, but you should. Ooh, it's good. I like it. Although technically, <laughs> uh, technically, I never finished watching Cowboy Bebop. Uh, Cowboy Bebop was one of my favorite animes of all time, and I loved it so much. I couldn't bring myself to watch the last two episodes because I didn't want the story to end. Because I didn't watch them, the Cowboy Bebop sto story, for me, it almost feels like it's still going to this day because I didn't watch the last two episodes. There's only been a couple animes that I've done that for, and I know it's psychotic and it's really dumb. And it doesn't make sense. But for some reason, it just made me feel more comfortable. 
because since it never ended or since I never finished it, it was it was always ongoing. And it's like the characters were still out there doing their adventures. Spen, what's your opinion on yogurt? Yogurt goes great with fruit. I love yogurt with blackberries, raspberries and blueberries. That's my favorite mix. Uh, with Spooner, eat it like Winnie the Pooh eats honey. Um, I don't know. I think it well, it depends because some yogurt's a little thicker. Some's a little more like liquidy. Your favorite is the drinkable yogurt. I that used to be my favorite. But I ever since I started eating some of the more like uh, like the the viscous yogurt, we'll, we'll say so we sound fancier, but it also sounds kind of a little gross. It's uh, it's kind of it's worked out kind of well, where it, it goes really well with the berries and the fruits and stuff. So, yeah. But there you go, guys. We went longer, a little longer than expected. Uh, Spend. Can I send you squash soup? I don't know what squash soup is, but go for it. If you send me squash soup, as long as it's not something that's old and moldy, because you sent it, I'll try it. But yeah, guys, we're going to we're going to we're going to end the stage here. Thank you so much for hanging out. It was a blast. This will be uh, if, if anybody wanted to catch up on some stuff that they weren't able to. Uh, I'm going to upload this to. Uh, oh, shoot. What's it called? Uh, it'll be up on Spotify for the as a podcast, just like how the first episode is. So if you want to catch up on anything you missed, you're more than welcome to. And then this will we'll be back next Monday for uh, for another for another episode or podcast. I don't know what to call it. It's not really an episode for like another hangout. So that's the that's the plan. 24 hour podcast. <laughs> not going to lie without a face cam. I bet I could do it. Another monotone spend lecture. These are more relaxing and I, I really enjoy them. Uh, welcome to thank you for joining my spend talk. And uh, do we have a link? Uh, yeah, I'll drop a I will drop a link to the podcast right after this. So and hello, overpowered peaches. It's good to see you. So, yeah, it's uh, I want to do this just like last Monday did 7 p.m. Mountain Time every Monday. We'll do next Monday as well. And I'll uh, I'll see you guys there. The the command center chat all uh, like I did last time. We'll uh, we'll leave it up, but we'll make it so it can't be messaged in anymore after this, because uh, then it just it makes the chat feel a little more special. At least I find. Goodbye, everybody. Good luck and stay safe out there. And that's another episode. Thanks for hanging out this far, and if you want to catch more of my content, there's a link to my Discord in the podcast episode notes. You can also find me on youtube.com slash spontaneous with weekly uploads on Fridays, as well as I'm live on twitch.tv slash spontaneous every Monday to Thursday, 7 a.m. Mountain Time to around 11, sometimes a little longer depending on what we're doing. I also co-run a YouTube channel slash podcast called Son of a Geek. You can find us at youtube.com slash son of a geek. Thanks for sticking around. I appreciate it.